We are back, a Black Actors Podcast, Season 1, Episode 6, Resume Do's and Don'ts. Uh, so this is a topic that we absolutely want to explore um, because we know like when you're starting out, um, you know, there is just so many questions and confusion surrounding what needs to be on your resume. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what what should I put on it? What information? All kinds of things. Um, you know, so this episode will hopefully shed some light on that for you. Um, if you did not catch the last episode, uh, I am Tequila. I'm a commercial actor based out of Georgia. And I am Tish, and I am a theatrical actor based out of wherever the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, resume do's and don'ts. Let's get right into it. Yes, let's get into it. Like Tequila said, um, your resume is definitely needed in this industry. Just like, you know, if you were to do a regular job, you need your resume. So, this is the first thing that they look at, aside from headshots, which we'll get into a little bit later. But um, your resume is definitely what they look at to, to tell whether you know they want to hire you or not mm-hmm. and your resume needs to look like you know what you're doing uh you can have all the best things on your resume but if it's not formatted correctly or something's a little off that's a red flag they're gonna be like okay if she can't even get her resume right how are we gonna hire her exactly exactly so you absolutely want to make sure your resume looks good even if you have like a few things on there it doesn't matter if everything's on there correctly and you know it's presentable it it doesn't matter at least you have something to to give someone you know um of course it you know helps if you have like a bunch of experience and a bunch of skills and training but they understand that everyone has to start somewhere right so the least you can do is if you have like a bare resume you can just have it formatted correctly (laughs) exactly um and so like if you don't have too much on it make sure you have training mm-hmm. please make mm-hmm. sure you have some training um so they can at least see like okay well she hasn't done anything but she trained under so-and-so and if she trained under so-and-so i know she know what she's doing so you know what let's take a chance with her exactly that absolutely helps and in terms of like the important information you want to have on your resume, of course you want to have your name. <laughs> let's start there. Yes, let's let's start let's start with your name because yeah. you de- that's a given. Um, yeah. Don't 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 send them no empty <laughs> empty resume and like whose resume is this? Right, like who is this? Yeah, you absolutely want to have your name. Yeah. Um, there's there's a debate about whether you should include a headshot on your resume. Um, when I first started, I did have like a small wallet size headshot at the top. And um, I haven't received any flack about it, but I don't know if it's absolutely needed because when you're submitting to a casting call, they're going to ask you for a resume headshot. And if you have a reel, submit the reel. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of redundant to have your headshot on your resume because they're going to request a copy of a headshot anyways, you know? So um, So for me, okay, so I used to have a a headshot too. I I took it off though. But what I was doing was my main headshot, I would have... Um, you know, my eight by 10 main headshot. And then on the resume, I would put a different headshot mm-hmm. so they can have like some kind of different contrast. Looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would add that. And um, like you said, I, I didn't get any flack about it. Nobody said, don't, you know, yeah. don't do this. So it, it, it did kind of help me, but I, I took it out because um, I kind of wanted, like now I feel like I have a lot more types 
than mm-hmm. what I limited myself to. So I took that that smaller headshot. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah. So like we said, you know, headshot, eh, we can say it's optional. Um, but absolutely your name. Um, if you are a minor, please have your age on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you have an agent, of course, you want to list your agent. And then in terms of contact information, if you have an agent, you would list their contact information and not your own. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't have an agent, which me and Teach don't, um, you would list your personal contact contact information, which would be email address and phone number, you know, um, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, not your address. Do not put your address on there. Right, oh, right. You don't know all of that. Yeah, nothing specific like that. Um, sometimes on your resume, you can also list your specs, like your height, weight, eye color. Yes. I also took, so I have two resumes. I have one with that on there and mm-hmm. one with that off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being, uh, someone had told me don't add it because they can they can basically look at your headshot and, and tell all of that. So mm. they, they said that they don't necessarily need it. Right. So I do have one resume that has all of it. Now y'all don't have to get really, really specific um, because unless you're like a model, if you have, if you're, I was just like gonna say, yeah, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and models do don't really that. use the resumes; they use like comp cards. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and on those comp cards, it has those specs on it. So if you're an actor who may be, you know, submitting to a, a modeling gig, you may want to add that to your resume so that they can see because you yeah. may not have a comp card, you know. But if you're just submitting to a regular acting project, you probably don't need it on there. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing that I have on, on the one that I, I do have the specs listed is just my height, um, my eye color, my hair color, and my weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the hair color too is kind of iffy. So I, I I did understand why they said don't put it because now and we'll we'll get into headshots in a little bit. But um, being black, my hair changes. <laughs> so obviously, yes. <laughs> um, Wigs and everything. Yeah. At the <laughs> moment, my hair is not going to be the same. Exactly. And so even on my resume, like my natural hair color, I never change. But um, now that I'm older, I don't like so I have one headshot where I have my natural hair and then I have another one where I'm wearing my wig and baby, that wig takes one, two, three to put on. I don't mm-hmm. want to sit here and have to blow out my hair to match my natural headshot. Exactly. So my wig will be a different color, you know, got highlights and, and all of that good stuff. And so I was like, OK, so maybe they were right. I'm not I'm just not going to include this information because they're going to look and I'm like okay she got brown hair but this headshot she she looking a little different mm-hmm. so you kind of yeah. want everything to align and match up exactly absolutely um and in terms of like uh you know once you have all of that established on your resume that's just the top portion <laughs> right. that's, that, like literally on on top so this, yeah this is not like a whole category so mm-hmm. you literally want this to be your header, your name, yeah. and your contact information. Absolutely. And your specs, too. So Absolutely. now we're going to get into um, the category. <laughs> hmm hmm So moving on, that would be your next section in the resume. So, you know, that following section will be your categories. 
um, what have you been in? So if you've been in, you know, TV, film, commercial, theater, voiceover, web series, you want to list those, but you want to have them in different categories. <laughs> yes, do not put everything under each other. Um, and so I'm, I'm in an actor's group and this lady, she was just going off on these people. And I know one of the girls, she did that. She had literally everything listed. Uh, so you, we, they need to know, okay, well, this was a, a, a movie. This was a TV show. This was actually voiceover. So and you got to be able to separate those things so they know, okay, well, she can do voiceover. Mm-hmm. If you have your voiceover on the TV and film, they're not going to know that that's a voiceover mm-hmm. and know that you have that talent. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's absolutely vital that you have everything categorized correctly and make sure everything is accurate. And um, something that we haven't hinted on, but if you um, are an actor, once you've started accruing those credits, you absolutely want to start up an IMDb. um, Because everything that you have on your resume in terms of projects, um, it needs to be on your IMDb, with, with the exception of like theater um, you know, maybe voiceover. Um, certain things won't be on IMDb mm-hmm. unless it's like national. But um, you know, that's that's how they verify your resume. Um, yeah. And sometimes when you're speaking with a casting agent, sometimes they'll ask you to share your IMDb link because they're like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to see your resume. I want to see what credits you have. You know, and right. everything that is on there should be on your resume and so forth. Um, so you definitely want to start that up. We'll do an episode on IMDb and kind of, you know, break it down to people who may not be on there. And, yeah, because that's, that's a meaty conversation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because, you know, when I first started out, I didn't know what that was. Me neither. Um, and a lot of times when you're doing student projects or indie projects, that's like one of the... Um, that's like something that they offer to you, you know, when they say, hey, we'll give you credit for this. That's the credit that's they're referring credit. to. Yeah, the credit is, you know, you getting recognition on IMDb because there are some projects out there where they do this and they don't place their stuff on IMDb. So it's like, I really technically can't put this on my resume if it's not verifiable. You know, right, so exactly. it's very important that you, you know, you know these terms and you know, um, you know, what works and what doesn't definitely. Yeah, because um, I actually so I didn't know about it until a director, he he was adding me to the movie and he was like, hey, uh, you don't have a picture for your IMDb. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. Um, didn't know what that was. So, <laughs> so I didn't yeah. have a profile or nothing. And he, he um, added me to the movie and then I set, I set myself up. So mm-hmm. it's definitely yep. something that you would like to have. And that, again, is going to be another episode because we really got to break it down for y'all. Yes, like it's a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, in terms of like formatting, formatting your resume. So like as we stated, you know, you got your header at the top with all of your um, important information, your specs and all of that. And then you got your category categories for what you've been in, mm-hmm. projects and so forth. And then you want to get down to your training. So like your training uh, is something that helps you stand out, you know, when you're yes. submitting to these projects, because not only are they seeing, hey, this person will invest in themselves and, and will take the, the time to master their craft. They respect the craft enough mm-hmm. to learn. But they also know that you may be knowledgeable about a lot of things because you've taken classes. 
Exactly. Uh, I went to an audition and um, the professor that I took my acting classes at um, one of the colleges that I attended, he, I listed him and he knew the, I guess the directors. And so mm -hmm. she looked at my resume and she was like, oh, you worked with Tom? I'm like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I worked with mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I took his class. She's like, oh my God. So like if they see a certain name, especially if they know how that person runs, how that person teaches, and it falls under what they want, mm -hmm. oh baby, you in. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. If they're connected, you will be, you know, they look at their resume and they see those names like, oh, you've worked with Don, you've worked with Tom. You know, those things really do help, you know, because they're like, okay, I know that person. And if that person yeah. has taught you something, I know I can trust you on set, you know, yes. so it helps. Absolutely. So you definitely, um, as far as formatting goes. So when you do your training, you put um, the name of the class, let's say it was, um, uh, what is it? Acting for the camera, uh, uh, audition uh, techniques, so whatever, whatever the name mm -hmm. of the class is, you put that. Mm -hmm. And then everything needs to be in columns. So don't put, you know, like, okay, let's say the class and then under it a description. No, 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 no. Everything is going to be in a, in a column. So the first column, you'll have the name of the class. Second column, you'll have whoever taught it. And then the third column will be where you got it, like the studios or if it was a college, which college, you'll put all of that like in columns like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the training is absolutely important to include, even if you have no experience at all, but you have training. Definitely. If you have no experience. Yeah, put that on there. Put it on it, there. It helps. It, it really does help. So what about things that should not be on your resume? Because Ooh, baby, so much. <laughs> yeah, because you know, when I first started out, you know, like I said, I had like my ad I had my address on there, I had the state that I was based out of, you know, it's just so many things that you can um, put on your resume yeah. that don't need to be there. <laughs> don't put okay, so for us we would not put our age because mm -hmm. we are over the age of 18. Do not put your age that will limit the heck out of you. Mm -hmm. Do not do that. Um, like she said, no address. Um, you can put your state if you want. I would I would advise against it. My state is not on my, my resume. Right. Um, because, you know, I, I go where the money resides. So I don't want to <laughs> limit myself to, okay, well, she's in New York and we're in Charlotte, which has actually happened. Um, I got casted for something and I happened to be already down south so I happened to be down south already and um they were like well we need somebody and I'm like I'm here I volunteer mm -hmm. I'm here mm -hmm. I am here and so when they found out when it was time because I went um and did the audition when it when it came to actually filming I had to travel back down and they were like hold up you came all the way down there because of course I, I, I told them after the fact they're like you came all the way down there yes dedication baby Exactly, exactly. When yeah. you want it, you're hungry. <laughs> exactly. And if you're willing to work as a local for like other states and cities, mm -hmm. why would you even want to put the state that you're based out of on your resume? Because they're just going to think, oh, okay, so they're based out of Georgia. That means they only can work in Georgia. Yeah. No, no, honey, I can work wherever you need to Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to make it work. Now, the exception to that rule 
is if like they need you like right away. So of course, if I'm in New York and I need to get to Atlanta by five o'clock today and it's 11, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way that's going to happen. Yeah. So um, don't, I wouldn't advise lying. I'm not saying lie, guys. Do not lie. But um, don't put it, because it, it can it can actually like X you out immediately before they, they even talk to you. Now mm-hmm. that's something you would, once you get to talking with the casting director, you can tell them, okay, well actually I live in such and such, and then let them make that decision. But going off of something before they even speak to you, yeah, don't, don't let them do that already, you know, X you out. Because they won't even get a chance to look at your audition. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can be amazing and perfect for the role, but they don't saw that you're in whatever state that you're in, and they're like, "Oh no, this is not going to work. We're not even going to watch this next." Exactly. So don't, don't don't x x yourself out before you know they got a chance to see your greatness. Exactly. Exactly. Now, in terms of like projects that you shouldn't have on your resume, um, of course, if you've done a project in high school or elementary school, please don't put that don't, on your resume. No, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that unless you have nothing. Now, it's different if you're just starting out and you literally have nothing. Put that so they can at least see that you've done something. Mm-hmm. But if, if you've got a couple of things on it immediately, like if you got at least, I'll say, three things other than that boy number three in, in your elementary school play, take that thing off. Mm-hmm. Take it off because now you don't need it. You you got at least three, and then you have training, which you should have training. I advise training always, always, because even the biggest names do training. So don't think that you're above training. We all right. we all can learn. So training, right. and then whatever you know you've done. Yeah, absolutely. You want to keep training no matter what because you know acting is constant learning you know there's Mm -hmm. always going to be something you don't know there's always going to be new techniques developing for acting um so you just want to always you know stay in the field and 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 build up on those trainings no matter what status you're you're on you want to continue your training definitely yes and then now we're in we're in a pandemic so things as far as casting has definitely changed um for good and for bad, uh, I say for good because now I can literally audition for anything anywhere. I don't have to leave my home, but uh, it's I, I don't like self tapes. I can't stand self tape. I don't I don't know about you, but I I really I hate self taping. Yeah, I don't like it either. I I haven't done an in person audition in like three years. Yeah, I I just went on one a couple weeks ago, and oh my god, I was so happy. I was like, oh, I miss this. I miss right. being in front of you so you can actually see me live. Exactly. I, I feel like self, self-tapes take away from that, um, especially because, um, you know, for me, I'm going to keep doing these takes and I'm going to keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But in person, you get to see it raw. You get to see whether exactly. I can do it or not right then and there. Exactly. And I don't know. I just feel like a fraud when I sit in my self tapes because this was like take number twenty three. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you're and you're the one that's filtering out what is yeah. the best one to submit versus when you're in person and you're auditioning. Yeah. 
you know, they're able to tell whether they approve or not. But when you're doing a self-tape, you're like, I don't want to submit that one. I'll submit this one, you know, and that might be the one that they like. Right. You're going off of your discretion, you know. Yeah. So So you definitely have to keep up with like the way things are changing in the industry. And then, of course, now they have self-tape classes. Now they have Zoom classes, like how to conduct yourself during an audition on Zoom. So that's stuff that you can you can add to your resume. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, in terms of what not to place on your resume as far as projects, um, you don't want to place uh, extra work or stand-in no. work. Um, no, you, do, you don't want to place those on there. Yeah, none of, none of that on there. Body double, stunt double, no. None of that on there. No. <laughs> you've uh-huh. been in commercials like me for example I've been in about four commercials I've been I've been acting for four years and I've been in about four commercials and I have my commercials on there because I I feel that that is my specialty in terms of you know Mm -hmm. which sector I want to be in in terms of acting so Mm -hmm. I have mine on there but I do know if I were to have you know do like a bunch more to where I exceeded you know maybe about 10 to 15 commercials obviously yeah i wouldn't you know, list yeah, all of name. them on there yeah i would just you know have like a little disclaimer you know available upon request don't you know list every single project Everyone. you've been in because you want to have your resume at you know to one page if possible if possible right um mm-hmm. mine mine is a little bit it depends on how I format it so if I format it correctly I can get it into one page but um, depending on how you open it I changed into a PDF so once I changed it into a PDF it worked it's, it, it stuck to one page but once I had it on word as a word document it was definitely two pages mm-hmm. um, I, there's a lot of training I had to cut some training off to make it to that one page um, and I do a lot of theater and so really that's my bulk but now I'm, I'm doing TV and film so once I'm adding that I'm gonna slowly slice off certain theater stuff that I've done yeah make it a little a little shorter and anything for me anything after a couple of years I cut it off yeah you want the most relevant work that you've mm-hmm. been in absolutely so like things that you've done like four or five years ago uh, you can take that off and put things that are more relevant on there absolutely Mm -hmm. because again if you are on imdb those projects are going to be there anyway so it's not like oh well you've only done the no i've done more (laughs) check out imdb (laughs) right exactly now mine has background work and so um i don't put of course you do not put your background work Um, on the resume I don't even speak about those projects mainly because I don't want it to come across as if I did more than you know what I actually did Mm -hmm. so I don't want them to be like oh you work with this director now a lot of times when I'm on set the whole reason that I did background work and we'll get into this conversation on another episode as well but um I did background work for to to know how to conduct myself on set that was literally and the extra money too, but literally I wanted to know, okay, when they say this, I should be able to do this. When when they do this, I, sh- I should know what they're talking about because I don't want my first time on set everyone have to explain it to me I didn't want exactly that. yeah because you do you learn so much when you're mm-hmm. um, doing background um, because you're it's a it's an actual set versus when you're uh, doing like commercial um, I'm sorry not commercial um, versus when you're doing like an indie project you may have mm-hmm. issues 
um, you know, with being on set and, and doing things because they may not know all the terminology. You right. know, they're, they're starting out too. It's an indie project, you know, so you're not going to be able to learn as much on an indie project as you will, you know, on a actual production. Yeah. Like how, yeah. So um, those things help, absolutely. Yeah, but I don't want them saying, okay, well, she worked with the director. Even though if I'm able to talk to the director, best believe I'm talking to the director. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want them to be like, okay, well, she's worked with it. Let me ask that director how Letitia is. And then they go to that director and like, who's Letitia? Mm-hmm. I don't know no Letitia. And they check y'all, so don't lie. Exactly. <laughs> don't lie. They exactly. will check. Yes. So definitely leave that stuff off. Yes. And in terms of like when you're, you know, so let's say you got your resume done and, you know, you're ready to submit to projects. Um, you know, you're submitting here and there, you're on Actors Access, what have you. They're going to ask for the resume and then they're going to ask for your headshot. So let's get into the types of headshots you may need. <laughs> I wanted to, before we do that, I wanted to add, okay, because you had um, said stunt double. We do not put that she was a stunt double, but under skills, you can put that you done that you do stunts. Oh, you yeah. can't add that. That's true. But, but don't add, don't list your stunt double credits, if that makes sense, y'all. Yeah. Don't list your credits, but you can add under skills. Hey, I do stunts and, and you know, I can do this. And I, because if they see that, then that's one less person that they got to pay for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if, they, if they're casting you. Oh, they already know how to do the, the martial arts thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely add that. But yes, let's get into headshots. Yeah, because I had to learn so much with headshots. You know, I'm I'm thinking a headshot is a one size fit all. Like, okay, you know, this headshot works for this, this and that. But no, it's a a whole formula to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, child. Okay, so there's two different types of headshots. There is a commercial headshot and there is a theatrical headshot headshot i love my commercial headshot mm-hmm. i love i just i just got new headshots and i love it i love it so that's the one that i submit when really i should be submitting my theatrical one but i love my commercial one so much so i just did <laughs> that one instead but um basically the difference theatrical is more serious mm-hmm. um they want to see the drama in your picture they, they it's a certain look that they want so typically you wouldn't submit a smiling pic as mm-hmm. theatrical. Mm-hmm. Commercial, on the other hand, yes, they want to see all of that because commercial, you're selling something. Right. So they want to see, okay, oh, look at that nice welcoming face that she has. Yes, I want that. But um, I also send my commercial one. For instance, like if if I'm a mom, if, like, if the role is a mom, um, I'll send my commercial one because, you know, mothers are warm and loving. Mm-hmm. And my theatrical one is giving bad bitch. Right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, no, maybe not for that one. But if I'm like, if it's a sassy role, then yeah, definitely that that theatrical because you can see, okay, yeah, she has sass, she has all of that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of interchange if you have those two things. Yes, absolutely. And if you're working with an agent. Or I really shouldn't say an agent. Let's say you're ready to get headshots. 
obviously you would need to seek out a photographer that understands the difference between an acting headshot and a you know business headshot because um, yes you can't just go anywhere and say hey i want some headshots they're gonna have you look at oh, like no. you, you sell yeah. real estate <laughs> you know so you want to work with a photographer that knows acting headshots um if they have a website which I would recommend you work with someone who has a website so that you can see their portfolio and see, you know, who they work with and see their work. That helps out tremendously. But don't just go to any, you know, photographer and, and think that they can give you the standard, um, the standard headshot for acting. Because, like I said, it's a whole formula to it. Um, and, you know, things have to look a certain way. Um, there are certain colors that you have to avoid, certain yes. looks. And those are things that the photographer has to know also so that they can lead you and guide you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, please don't wear polka dots. You know, hey, please don't wear this. You know, yes. so those things are very important. And not every photographer will know that. Exactly. Um, and as far as looking, okay, you want to look as natural as possible. Don't go in there like you about to go to the club. No. Do not have all that makeup. Look natural because you need to match your headshot mm-hmm. when you're getting called in. And yes, so you don't, that is you don't a very want good all that, that makeup on. Um, very light makeup, of course, because you will need makeup. My first mistake, my first headshot, I did not have makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a makeup wearing person whatsoever. I'm starting to, to do a little better with the makeup, but this is just not my thing. And so my first headshot, I walked in there, no makeup, no nothing. And he was looking at me like, ma'am, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm here for my headshot. He's like, you ain't put on no makeup? No, yeah. no lip gloss. I have to I have to actually run to the, the Walgreens and get some lip gloss for my lips because I had nothing. When I said nothing on my face, nothing, no foundation, no nothing. So he actually, mm-hmm. he did my makeup because for the lighting, that helps as well. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah, yeah I, was, I was looking crazy at my first headshot. So <laughs> I, I hate those headshots. I had a shortcut and everything. I just... I, it's I, a learning experience. Yeah. As I said on a previous episode, so my first headshots I got at JCPenney and they were business headshots. She had me looking like I sell real estate. <laughs> like it was like, no, I didn't even want to submit them because I'm like, I know this doesn't look like how, you know, an acting headshot sh- should look, you know, but I had already paid for them. I was like, well, selling houses. Maybe I can use these Now that business headshot now. Okay. I will say this because there are different types you want to have different outfits to represent different types. Now, that business headshot will be good for a business type role. If you're playing a lawyer oh, yeah. mm-hmm. or something, then baby, yes, use that. Absolutely. Use that, but you don't want that to be the first, like your main headshot. You don't want that to be at all because that, that'll definitely take away from other types that you can do. Exactly. Yeah. If you can show like a range of, you know, like costumes and mm-hmm. and looks and stuff like that, it absolutely helps you. So like, you know, if you have like scrubs at home, you know, like what nurses and doctors wear and, you know, you can put that on for a headshot because you're submitting to, you know, maybe like a show or a movie that focuses around healthcare or something. Mm-hmm. Do it, you know, that, that that way they can see you in that in part. Right. You know, yep. so you're good. Yeah. So let's say you got your resume done. And then you got your headshot done. At most, most of these, you know, um, casting agents or casting directors, they're going to ask for three things. They're going to ask for um, your resume, your headshot, and then they're going to ask for a reel. But 
if you don't have one, you know, that's okay. You just, you know, just say, I don't have one, but I have a slate shot or, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, you know, I don't have any footage, but this is what I do have. Just submit what you have. And if you formatted everything correctly and your headshots are great, you still, you know, you're still in good shape. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell y'all a little hack, um, but only do this hack y'all if you know what you're doing. So headshots are expensive. Mm-hmm. And, um, my first one, my first ones were $400. Jesus. The ones that I hated y'all was $400. The ones that I loved. So I believe, God, I wish, I hope I'm not butchering his name. I think his name was Sean Carter. Um, and he did my headshots for $125. Mm-hmm. And when I say these headshots are the best headshots, I love them. And I have so many looks. He he really, he was like, okay, do this. Now do that. Now mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. And he really, like, you can see the emotion in each picture. So I have a lot of range in these headshots for $125. And yeah. then I also have $60 headshots that I took in LA, which I love. Um, his name, I believe, is Hillary. I don't know his last name. His first name is definitely Hillary. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I know who you're he, talking about. Okay, yeah. He amazing, amazing headshots. So if you can find a deal, definitely go at it. Um, make sure, like Tequila said, you're checking them out, though, because... They could be like twenty dollars, and then you you now you didn't pay twenty dollars for some really yeah. messed up looking headshots. So do that. But a hack is what one of my friends did. I looked at his headshot. You would not know that he took this headshot on his his cell phone. Oh he wow! Would, you would never know, and it is so great. He's been using this for years. Wow! He took it himself. He took it. He set it up. I think someone else took it, but it was on a, a cell phone. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he did like a backdrop, uh, and it, the photos in black and white. And then too, um, that's a thing too. Back in the day we used to do black and white and color headshots. I believe now they're only doing color headshots. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend doing a black and black and white headshot, but his headshot is in black and white and it, oh my God, I love it. You would never think that he took it on his cell phone. And I'm not talking about one of these fancy iPhones. That, no, this is back in the day when, when cameras was just coming out on the phone. Oh, so, wow. Yes, and the way he positioned himself, he had himself like, um, you know, you, you frame yourself from, I believe it's the waist up, mm-hmm. um, or even you can get even closer if need be, but never a full body. Um, you do need a full body too, but that's not your headshot. Um, but he, yeah, he did. He framed it correctly, and he took it and he just edited it a little bit, and that's that's his headshot for free. Wow. For free, y'all. Now, yeah. I, don't do this if you don't know what you're doing. If you can't edit it to look like it, it was professional, don't do that. But if you can finesse it um, a certain way, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. all means. Yeah, if you know how to do it, absolutely. Because like, like we said in one of our previous episodes, that self-investment gets really mm-hmm. expensive. And, you know, and if you have children, you know, that kind of is hard to manage, you know, because... Of course, you want to put your acting career as a priority. But again, if you have other priorities like children, mortgages, you know, car yes. payments, you know, it's kind of hard to 
you know, just give away $400 on headshots, you know? Yes. So, um, you know, there are things out there, there are other resources out there that can help. And a lot of times these photographers and acting, they understand that, you know, things are hard. So they'll run like deals. I, we can, we can shout out some photographers that I know firsthand are great. Like Hillary that you mentioned, um, he is LA based. Um, mm. I wish I knew his last name, but I think he just goes by Hillary, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah, he might just go by Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, but I know who you're talking about. Um, he has um, he he does like headshots in black and white also that are really good. Um, Era Carmichael out of Atlanta is great. Um, and I'm pretty, you know, there are a few more. Yeah. Um, and then if you have an agent, a lot of them um, have like you know photographers that they work with because your agents they already know the industry mm-hmm. standard for headshots so they have like a list of photographers that they know will give you some amazing shots so use those resources out there don't just feel like you're in the blind and you got to figure stuff out you know ask questions do some research and listen to our podcast because yes, we're going to help you navigate through this crazy actor's world okay? right and we have already made the mistake guaranteed mm-hmm. <laughs> yes so whatever mistake that you know you may be in the process of making we have already made it so if mm-hmm. you can if we can help you and prevent you from doing it we are here <laughs> yes call on us We'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We are here for you guys. (laughs) But, you know, um, that brings us to the end of our episode. Um, As you guys know, we always end the episode with a weekly quote from an African American actor. Yes. Um, So so this this week. Yeah, go ahead. Idris Elba. Who I love, Uga. Yeah, he's so sexy. Oh, um, I know. He, he, he says a lot of great things. So this this week's quote is from him. It's fear nothing. Do what you want to do, but be educated and intelligent and confident about it. Absolutely. That That is like the best quote for this episode. Mm-hmm. Like yes. literally, do what you want, but be educated. So that is exactly what we're pushing. Do your research, listen to our podcast mm-hmm. and use those resources because there's really no, honestly, with the amount of resources and, and um, you know, acting groups and, you know, all of the Just stuff that's everything. out here. There's yeah. no reason why you should be going into anything it's, blind anymore. Exactly. There's no reason for it. You know, starting out for me, I didn't have access to acting groups and you know all all of the stuff podcasts you know so I was in the blind I was figuring it out I didn't have anyone around me that had been on this journey so I literally was figuring it out but now you guys are at an advantage and you Mm -hmm. there's no reason to be ignorant to anything happening around you absolutely yeah so definitely every resource like any any group that I see I just I just joined another group last night by accident Mm -hmm. (laughs) any group that I see I will go because I always I need to soak in as much as I can exactly I want to be I want to be great I don't know about y'all but I want to be great exactly any information that I can pull from yes give it to me give it to me I'm addicted (laughs) exactly constant learning absolutely well, guys, so uh, we will see you next week uh, for episode seven. What do we have for episode seven? Oh, you know what? I don't even have it in front of me. Episode um, seven. Let's see. Episode seven next week will be background acting. Ah, yes. 
So, yeah, so that is an episode um, that we definitely want to talk about because obviously, you know, a lot of times people have their starting point in background mm-hmm. or if not background in, you know, smaller roles. Um, yes. So sometimes you want to know, is background acting for me? Is that something I need to do? And that is what we'll get into. It's not episode. for the week, y'all. So we-, <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely get into that next week. Um, I spent most of my year last year doing background. The the, the first half of the year doing background. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got imagine. some stories for y'all. Yes, yes. So please, so please tune in. Yes, tune in next week, guys. Thank you so much. This is episode six of A Black Actors Podcast. Resume do's and don'ts. We'll see you next week. See ya.